here. So thanks so much for joining me today. Today we're going to be talking about Psalms 107.20. It says, um, He sends forth his word and heals them and rescues them from the pit and destruction. Jesus is the word. God is his word. He sent Jesus to heal us and to keep us from the grave. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. You're so good. We thank you so much for all that you've done for us and all the more that you want to do for us. We thank you for revelation knowledge. We thank you that you're here because we're here in talking about you. And that's where you want to be. You want to be in the midst of those who gather in your name. And we just welcome you. We praise you. We love you. Give you all the glory for everything. Amen. He is so good, you know. He is so interested in us. The Word says that He watchfully watches over us. He cares for us. And He knows that in order to receive our healing, that we have to have revelation knowledge. In fact, Isaiah 53, the first verse says that, that the Word of the Lord, this Word has to be revealed to us. Who has it been revealed to? And it really is revealed to those who keep on seeking, keep on knocking, those who go after him. You know, I don't think that we realize that when we say that prayer, when we ask Jesus to come live on the inside of us, we're committing to a relationship with him to care about what he cares about, to be a witness for him, and to really to receive all that he did for us. And so... When you believe in salvation, when you believe you're saved, you can't really separate that from the fact that he bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, and your pain. And Isaiah says that. And then Isaiah says that, yet we've all turned away. We've gone our own own way as if Jesus never came and did what he did. We receive the salvation. We just think it's a quick prayer. You know, we get to go to heaven. But um, it's so much more than that. And then we don't receive that he took those stripes for our healing. He bore our sickness, our disease, our sorrow, our pain. So much so lately he has been showing me in Acts 10.38 that the revealed knowledge that Jesus gave, it says in Acts 10.38 that Jesus went around doing good. He was anointed with power and um, healing all, especially all who were oppressed and harassed by the enemy. You know, we're harassed, and we've been talking about that, we're we're harassed and oppressed by the enemy because of our lack of revelation knowledge, because we have authority over him. Jesus gave us that authority. He said, I give you the keys to the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven, and whatever you loose is loosed. And so he is calling us to take over. He said, when I leave, you're going to do what I was doing. But first we have to learn how to receive what he already did for us. We have to get on that narrow path and press in. Jesus said when he came, would he find faith on the earth? I want him to find faith on the earth. I want to be that Christian. We want to be those Christians who can believe what he said. We don't want to just go off astray as if he never did anything. By his stripes, we were healed. He bore our sickness, our disease, our sorrow, and our pain. And yet, we pretty much say, no thanks, Jesus. No thanks. I'm going to do it this way. I'm, I'm here in the world. I'm human. You know, it's too hard to believe you. I'm not going to do it. Why do we think it's too hard 
to believe him. Why do we think it's easier to just take medicine and go to the doctor? And I'm not saying you're wrong for doing that. I'm just saying, why do we ignore what he did? Why don't we take that favor? Did you ever do something for someone and they never noticed it? It's kind of saddening because you went way out of your way to do this for that person and they never even recognized it. That's what Jesus is saying. Look what I did for you. You know, I think of like when I go, well, I don't have a medicine cabinet, but when you go to the medicine cabinet and you reach for that Tylenol, how about just saying, no, he bore my sickness, my disease, my sorrow, my pain. You can start with something little like that. You know, to him, everything's the same. But to us, you know, that would be a little thing to just get rid of a little headache. And you can do that. You can start with that. And that is really a good idea because he so wants you to receive what he did for you. He didn't come and just put on a show. He came, the, he, God sent his word, Jesus came to heal us and to save us from destruction. He came to show us the Father. He said, I only say and do what my Father tells me to do. And so he came to show us the Father. God sent his word to heal us. Jesus is the word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God, John 1, 1. And so he came to heal you. He bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. He voluntarily did that. He said to the Pharisees, he said, no one takes my life from me. He said, I have the power to lay it down, and I have the power to pick it up. No one takes it from me. So he did it for you. And we got to get that. Otherwise, we're never going to take it. We're never going to receive it. He went out of his way for us, and we're not taking it. We're just taking it. It's like, okay, um, I'm not saying everybody's in this place, but I see this a lot. Okay, I'm going to say that prayer, make sure I get to heaven. And um, that's not how it works, because there's more than that. It's proving his will is good and perfect. When you ask Jesus come and live on the inside of you, you're making a commitment, as I said, to be in a relationship with him, to care about what he cares about, to be that witness for him. To prove how good he is. That is your part. You're, you're joining forces with good. And you're against evil. And so that's what he's expecting you to do. And, you know, all his gifts are free. But actually, you have to believe for them. That's your part. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. So you got to spend time in the word of God. you got to know what it says. You have to know he sent his word to heal you. The word says that um, it's healing to your flesh and health to a man's whole body. See, you can take that word like it's medicine and just eat it. Just put it in your eyes and your ears. Meditate on it. Take the word and apply it to your life. When you start reading the word of God, you're going to get that revelation knowledge that you need to receive your healing. I was just talking to a man yesterday, and he's so unsure about if God would heal him. And really, the only way that we can know is to have that relationship with him. God said that to me one day. He said, you can't trust someone that you don't know. And we so often think that we can just take the word 
and just um, look at it and, and be okay. You can't just look at it and be okay. You have to have a relationship with the Word of God and know it in your heart. God wants us to get to the place where we know what He's thinking. We know what He hears. I, I mean, we, we know what He's saying to us. We know what He's thinking. We can hear Him. One day He said to me, He said, so many of my people think that they're going to move in with me one day. And really, they have no idea who I am. He said that, you know, the people that think that they're going to move in with him, it's like that prayer. Um, You know, they think they can say this prayer, and then they're going to go to heaven, or at least they hope so. That's what I've heard, they hope so. But, you know, if you don't agree with God or have time to get to know him, then really why would you want to move in with him? And that's what he was saying. Why do you want to move in with someone you don't even know? And how do you trust someone you don't know? How do you trust someone for your healing if you don't know them? I mean, you can have, somebody can give you um, a list of steps to receive your healing and um, or any other thing, and you can follow those steps. But then what if it doesn't work? What if they miss something because they're just a man? What if they didn't know something about you that God knows? And there's an extra step in there. <laughs> you got to know God for yourself. you got to be able to hear him. Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. He said, my sheep know my voice. So how are you going to live that life unless you can hear his voice, unless you've taken the time to get to know him? That's how it works. And so there's one step, and that is to get to know him so that you can trust him. How do you trust someone you don't know? And, you know, you get to know him by trusting him as well. You know, stepping out on the water and just trusting what his word says. And Jesus said, if you love me and obey me, I'm going to show myself to you. So he's going to start manifesting himself to you. If you love him, then you're going to obey him, and then he's going to show himself to you in more ways than one. He's going to show you who he is, you're going to hear him, and you're going to see the manifestation of his promises in your life. But, you know, the thing is, is if we don't obey him, then we can't even hear him. And if you don't obey him, he can't do anything. Faith is, it's impossible to please God without faith. And so the more you hear the word, Romans ten seventeen says, faith comes by hearing the word, not having heard the word, but yeah, having heard the word, but by hearing and hearing and hearing, you have to constantly be giving it attention, you know, and so God, God wants to say to us today, I'm coming and I need you to prepare the way for me. I need you to receive that healing and not just push it aside as if I didn't do anything and just go the world's way or or consider that I was he was stricken and smitten by God as if with leprosy. We got to have understanding. Isaiah 53:1 says that um we have to have that revelation. Who has the arm of the Lord been disclosed to is what it says, I believe. And so when you keep on seeking and you keep on knocking, when you ask him to come and live on the inside of you, and then you keep seeking, you keep knocking, you keep getting up every morning, you take the time spent to that would get you to the place 
where you get to know him, then you're going to start getting that revealed knowledge. You're going to get it. You're going to have understanding, and you're going to be able to receive your healing. You will. And whatever else it is you need, Jesus, for your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. He, he was bruised and chastised for your iniquities. By his stripes you were healed. He did everything needed to do for you to have that good life that he promised. I have come that you may have life. Have it to the full until it overflows. That's the life he promises us. And when we have that life, we're an attraction for him. He sent his word to heal us. And we need healing in more than one way. I mean, we got relationships that are in trouble. Um, we have all kinds of things going on. And he sent his word. He sent Jesus to show us the way. And we have this word to look at. This is our answer book for anything that you have going on in your life. Any healing that you need, the directions are going to be in here along with the manifestation of God's presence. When you reach out to him, he's going to show himself to you. But you have to decide that you're going to believe. You have to decide you're going to believe and you have to know. Jesus said if you don't get this, you won't get anything. As soon as you hear the word, the enemy is going to come and try to take it. And you're not to let him take it. You're not to let him take it. You're to get that revelation knowledge. And um, and Jesus said, be careful what you hear in verse 24, Mark 4, 24. And you're to get that revelation knowledge so that you can resist him, so that you can be in authority over him as you should be. So if you never asked Jesus, come and live on the inside of you. He said in Revelation 3.20, he's already knocking at the door of your heart. And if you invite him in, he's going to come in and he's going to teach you his way and teach you how to receive from him. Now remember, it's not a ticket to heaven, but it's an invitation to a relationship. It's an invitation to living the most wonderful life you ever lived with. All your needs met, everything you need right down on the inside of you because he's in there. So if you want to say that prayer, I'd love to say it with you right now. Dear Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you are good and that you're in love with us and that you want to be with us all the time. So we're asking you to come on in our heart and teach us. Help us to be committed to you. Help us to hear you and just help us to put you first. We love you. We praise you in Jesus' name. It's that simple. You can add to your prayer if you want to. You can say anything you want, any which way you want. It doesn't matter because he he's a person. He's a person. God is a person, and he's in love with you, and he just wants to have a very simple relationship with you and teach you and help you to receive all the good he has for you. So thanks so much for listening today, and God bless you.